Today's Daily DVR is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Head on over to Cufflinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order, no minimum. You've heard me talk about Cufflinks before. You know all the awesome, geeky, as well as super high-class products they have. And if you check their homepage, they're always listing a bunch of deals for you. And, of course, I did just tell you one, DVR20. So go ahead and use that. And you know what? You still got to look good, people. We know you got to be careful out there. We still got corona going on, but you can still look good if you're zooming it or even if you're just walking past someone looking outside a window. So head on over to cufflinks.com today. Use code DVR20 and save. Thank you, Cufflinks. Yeah, I think so. All right. Welcome back to Daily DVR. We just started this motherfucker. We're just ready to go. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Today, I have with me Heath and Andy, and we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl, NFL. We got some picks from the Facebook group. We got prop bets. That's what we were talking about. We got our picks. It's going to be an exciting game. It's our second NFL podcast in a row. What's going on there, Heath? Oh, what's going on? Watching a little U.S. Canada Olympics hockey on a little delay, but we're up 3 1. Uh, excited. Nice. I, I like Olympic hockey. I'm not as into the Olympics. As I once was as a child when we only had like three stations and maybe two UFA, UFA, yeah, I can't even speak, UF8, UHF, 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 UFH was the Canadian uh, feed. But uh, yeah, no, ah, so what I want to ask right off the bat, (laughs) right off, I just, oh, it's been a long day, guys. Are you guys watching the Olympics? Do your family still watch it? Is it regional? Because I know, Ando, you're in Minnesota, so figure skating and hockey is probably big <laughs> in your backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, actually, the sad thing is I do know a few people that, in my town that have hockey rinks built in their backyards for their kids. Oh, so awesome. it's that is And awesome. a few other people that, like, empty out their big barn sheds and, like, pull their semis and tractors out and actually make a rink inside the, in the wintertime. So that actually is kind of a thing around here. So. Um, I actually have been watching on and off a little bit. I've Peacock actually has decent coverage this year and I still yeah, have Peacock. Yep. So I've been kind of flipping around and they usually have three or four different things going at once and it's usually live. So I've kind of been, I look like you, I don't watch it nearly as much as I used to. I mean, yeah. I used to watch it all the time, like back, like I said, when all we had was UHF and crap like that. But yeah, I've, I've actually been watching quite, I don't go out of my way to specifically watch anything, but if I'm sitting here in the office or doing something where I'm taking care of the kids, I'll just kind of throw it on in the background and pay attention here and there and kind of been, just been enjoying it that way. What about you, Folo? Are you watching any Olymp- Olympiad? Well, you know, I got excited for it. And then I taped everything in the DVR. I was just like, fuck it, tape it all. And I was watching a little <laughs> bit on Peacock. <laughs> Watching Jimmy some, Cagney? Yeah, yeah, take it off. Yeah, tough <laughs> guy. Yeah, DVR, you think you're tough? Take all this freaking Olympics. Um, <laughs> take the China Olympics. Uh, it's uh, I don't know, man. You know what? I have not been watching it a lot. And I guess um, I have been a bit busy the past couple weeks where I've been trying to do stuff during the day. And I haven't been really having a lot of TV on or anything. Um, but even at night. 
uh, I just haven't been as attracted to it. I don't know why. Maybe it's the Corona. There's the fans aren't really there, or maybe it's just, it's not hitting me the right, you know, I got to admit something to you guys. And, uh, this is like a little confession, confession with Axel time. Um, I, I, a couple of years ago, like not the last Olympics, but the Olympics before I started to formulate this kind of perception and idea of Olympic athletes. And partly it was due to watching, um, the challenge. And there was this woman, I can't remember what Lolo Right or oh yeah the uh, the runner yes the uh, uh, Lolo Jones or something yes, or Lala yes, yes. and, like and it was yeah. a couple documentaries I watched about the Olympics too and I just started thinking to myself like these people like they're so obsessed with this one stupid sport they make their parents wake up at like two a.m. to take them it becomes and vice versa yeah and yeah that's versa. what I was gonna say or the parents make yes them. true. <laughs> Very true. Because I know you you yeah. you wake up lock early in the morning to podcast. I do the podcast Olympics <laughs> practice. Sometimes I just turn his light on in the middle of the night, and I go <laughs> season three of Lost. Oh, <laughs> read this email. Read this email. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but um, I don't know. I just kind of my I don't know. I've just I'm not as into the Olympics. I just feel like it's a bit ups- like weirdly obsessive and I'm not as intrigued as I was when I was a kid. And it just seems like it happens too fast. Like I almost wish it took longer. Like they just had people for some sports come here and then they did this. I don't know. It's just too much to, it's just a little overwhelming. So that's what I have to say about the winter Olympics. One of my big problems is as you guys know, if you actually, if you go to hkdvdsports.com, I I, cl- I, I, cl- I I record sp- sports and I put them on DVD and I have a huge collection. Like I have almost every Dallas Cowboy game. I would record everything ever since I was a little kid, since I was like eight years old. My dad's beta. We take the USFL in the 80s, you know, crazy stuff. So there's certain Olympic stuff I like to record. And I have since stopped because in the, this past summer Olympics, like you'll have it on the guide. And I'll set the DVR because they're at weird times. But then it's not what you record. Yes. Like, it's impossible Uh to figure out. Like, even, like, baseball. Olympic baseball came back. I was so excited. Mike Sosha was coaching the U.S. team. You had some Yankee Red Sox prospects, you know. And, like, they'd start it in the fourth inning. Or the recording would start. And it would, yeah, the game was on an hour already. And I I was away. So I was, you know, I had to set up recordings. Olympic basketball. It was like the, it recorded like Zimbabwe versus, you know, something else that I didn't want to see. That was a good um, game, though. That wasn't. That was a pretty good game. <laughs> um, it was very good. Um, glad I recorded it. Uh, and so that frustrates me. And even and I even went, I did my homework. I went online, looked at all the Pacific Standard Time stuff, and it still was screwed up. Yeah. And, and you know, ever since NBC Sports lost hockey, they're done. They move everything to USA now. There's no more mm-hmm. NBC Sports. It's finished, I think. No, yeah, it's right. done. It is. It's done. It's crazy. Yeah. I think it was like six six or eight months ago or something that it. Oh, and, yeah. I just figured yeah. it out. Yeah. 
And I think they're, I think they were planning on moving eventually moving all their sports to Peacock is what I had kind of, yeah. they haven't actually announced that, but it's, they've kind of been hinting that that's because like the, uh, the summer coverage, well, I, last year, I think that's the other problem with this year is that the summer Olympics were just last year. So there isn't that space, which hurts Ooh, too, but like yeah. last summer, the Peacock coverage for Olympics was awful. You couldn't find anything and it was never uh, on when you wanted to. And now it's like a hundred times better. Yeah. I, ju- I just get the impression that they're, they're trying to move more and more stuff to Peacock. They best move it because they lost like half a billion dollars on Peacock already or something uh-huh. that recently came out. Yeah. It's, it's just too much. And you're right, Heath, you know, that's like the same thing. If you ever try to tape a 30 for 30 on ESPN, you always lose half of it oh, because some live oh, game is on. Game. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. are they just ex- like, Hey, even though it says the next show is supposed to come on, let's just interview the ball boy for 20 minutes. So yep. you just don't get it. So I understand what you're saying. And you know, I feel like that's like MTV when I used to watch basically just, I think it was, uh, not the hills, but the the follow up to it or whatever. It would always start like ten minutes late, and it would force you to tape the next thing. But it's like they're doing it because they can sell more commercials, and they just don't care about the guide. And I think that that's sometimes I think with the sports too, like they don't want you doing that anymore. You know what I mean? Like live oh, sports yeah. is so valuable, and even the replay is so valuable. But then it pisses me off like the NFL network will replay a football game and they'll cut it all. They'll cut it up. Oh, yeah. And, Believe me, I, I like to get old classic games too, like stuff I miss, stuff I don't have. And so like MLB Network has it. And it's tough because like MLB Network will show like it'll be they'll show the scroll. So it doesn't look like it was from, oh, yeah. you know. And they, now yeah. they'll show some of the full games, but they'll if, if it's two hours, they, it's usually edited. But if it's a three hour broadcast, they'll usually show everything. But what was really cool was during the pandemic, because we had no sports on Fox would show games and they would show it. They would have like a little Fox icon in the corner, but they wouldn't they would show it like it was the original broadcast they didn't show any scroll anything so that was really cool so they had like the 98 world series i think it was like padres yankees but it felt like if you like i recorded it because i didn't this was a game i didn't have i recorded it and i edited the commercials out so it was almost like having the original broadcast in better quality but yeah they you know espn classic was killer for that you would get mm-hmm. oh you know replay this great game and then it would be like It'd be like the middle of the first quarter and they jump to the end of the second. You're like, no, I don't, I want to yeah. see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they still put the freaking crawl on the bottom of the screen and then yeah. they make the frame smaller so it doesn't mess up yeah. with the aspect ratio, right? They yeah. just make it smaller. I still don't understand why why they ever have a crawl on the bottom of the screen on oh ESPN. is that called it's not called a scroll it's called a crawl no, oh i some i mean maybe it is i could be incorrect oh no i, I i'm definitely probably wrong but okay we're <laughs> i still knew, yeah. i knew what you were talking about Heath. you were fine i i, I always right, call right. yeah scroll crawl whatever it is it's so okay. uh, lower third a moving lower third whatever it's just so annoying. Everybody has phones now. Like even if you're in a bar or something, you don't need that shit on the bottom of the screen. It's it's just anno- maybe I'm just old because like YouTube people probably think there's not yeah. enough shit on the screen. 
I got to tell you a funny man. story. <laughs> my my buddy my buddy Kevin back in the day when I first started playing fantasy sports, he was in every league with me. Uh, he he has since passed, unfortunately, if, uh, about I guess about four years ago. But we were at Gordon Biersch, and we we're in a fantasy baseball league, and there was I think a basketball game on, and nothing was going on in the basketball. I think it was a timeout, but they stayed on, and all of a sudden he goes yes, and this couple next to him was like. What the hell is wrong with you? He goes, oh, I was reading the scroll. My guy had two home runs in the bottom of the, you know, you know, for my fantasy team. <laughs> so funny. I wish People I could like, say oh. I've never done the same thing. I have done the right. same exact thing in bars before. <laughs> uh, love you, Kevin P. Rest in peace, brother. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, it, the reason why, it's just too much for me. And I, cause I like, I feel like, that it makes me think of what you're saying about taping things, Heath, because I feel like if you're going to replay it, I want it to be as close to the original as possible. I want it to be like I DVR'd it and then I hit play. I don't want all these extra scores reminding me it's an old game or the worst thing is like on, uh, when they do the classic NFL games and they'll be like coming up, Jim Kelly throws four touchdowns. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I knew it was going to happen, but don't like spoil me before the oh, commercial. Oh, there's some bad ones. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, there's some bad ones on there. Well, like, perfect example is I mean, it's not that great, but the NHL, NHL All Star game. I love the NHL All Star game. You, you know, they changed the format to three on three. And I totally, there's so many things going on. I forgot to DVR it. But NHL Network was re airing it. I'm like, great. So I recorded it and then. It, it didn't. They didn't show the player intros, which I, I'm a stickler for with all star games. But then yeah, that's the best it part. Said, yeah, it said it was two hours. I'm like, okay, they're gonna fit all three games, and then it just ended in the middle of like the third the the third game. It was awful. I was like, oh, I didn't even. I mean, I, I I'm getting the edited. I didn't even get the edited version. And when things are replayed, you don't have. You're not supposed to have to add extra time to the DVR. Like it's because it's in that block. Live games, you know, you add an hour or whatever. So I was just like, I don't know, it's just like frustrating. <laughs> well, that's uh, my my local. Uh, well, it's not Fox Sports anymore. Who who brought them out? Bally Sports, oh, I think, whatever it is. Yeah, and they'll, I, I they'll was still, shocked with that. I was well, like, what? Kind of like what you were talking about during the pandemic, and they still do it during the off season. They replay a lot of Twins games because they've had the rights to the Twins for. 30 years or however long it's been and they'll right. do this thing where they'll they'll play the first inning or two and then the, and then all of a sudden there'll be a little uh announcer that'll come on and say due to time constraints we are now skipping <laughs> to later in the game so then it jumps from like the second inning to the seventh inning i'm like i this is an important like it was well, one of the games i remember was johan santana struck out like 22 guys or something like i want to watch oh, the nice. whole thing because it was awesome they skip half of his strikeouts it's like what uh yeah what's the point yeah, yeah exactly what, what's the point of it <laughs> Yep. You know, it, it, oh yeah. A dude to cut, like, I'd be so excited. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe they're re airing the whole game. I get excited. And then the, that stupid guy comes up with due yep. to time constraints. And I'm like, no, don't time constraint me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced this, all this stuff sounds like a plan to me to make you watch it when it's live. Cause you know, right? Like live TV is yeah. so important. You right. see it now, man. Like, I think what the NFL the Sunday ticket rights are coming up and supposedly Amazon and Apple are willing to offer twice. 
Oh yeah, right. And Disney are good, are good are all ready to offer like twice as much as Direct TV. But now who even oh, I forget wow. who Direct TV was AT and T. Then they spinned it off to its own company, and now I think it's under Discovery Communications again with oh, HBO. I, I can't it's remember. under uh, Ando Productions. There you go, baby. Boba. I wish, Minnesota based company. If that was the case, we would have unfiltered replays of games with no updated <laughs> tickers, no editing, no nothing. You'll be the yeah. you will be the first two to know if that ever happens. Yeah, we'll see. What well, was really cool, though, real quick with the Fox, your Fox Sports, like I did get some Fox Sports Minnesota um, mm-hmm. and, and during the pandemic, and they reshowed some a couple of the All-Star games, and that was the full games with player intros. I was so excited because I watched like the 79 All-Star game or whatever, you know, yeah. I mean, just like, so once in a while you get great stuff and then they'll, they'll, they'll cut it out, you yeah. know, because the Fox Sports here or Bally's now when they reshow Angel Games, the regular season games won't will be edited if you miss it. But when they yep. show old games like Mike Witt's no hitter from '86 or whatever, they will show the full one, which was nice. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Bless you. The impossible Whopper. Bless you. Thank up. you. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say. It's going to it's going to be interesting. Oh, I love them. It's going to be interesting <laughs> if one of the streaming people gets the NFL and can get like Sunday ticket or even oh, snag like the AFC or the NFC. It's going to happen at some point. It's like we all mm-hmm. remember when Fox uh, they started off with the NFC, right? Or was it the AFC? Yep. No, NFC. NFC. No, NFC. Right. NFC. Yeah, when it used. Have to- you noticed? It's changed a little bit now where sometimes like even with the playoffs, it was weird because of like Tony Romo and Jim Nance, yes. CBS guys yep. are doing NFC games over the last, like, I want to say three years. It that, seems uh, to change. Is it based on game well, of the weeks? Star- and- it's star- yeah, it started when they started doing, they signed that deal to do the flex thing where they would flex yep, the game exactly. to prime time. Exactly. It was, okay. it was part of that deal where then they could, then they could shift some conference games back and forth. Do if like, if, if Fox lost their noon, big time game that they wanted to Monday night, then they got to pick from the AFC or something. I mean, I don't understand how okay, it all worked, that, but right. It was something along uh, the, it's, it has to do with when they started flexing games. I know. Okay. Okay. Yes. Because I think also that's like a legacy thing, right? Where, um, NBC was headquartered in the East coast and ABC and CBS were headquartered in the West coast. So they took, they bid for where their offices were. So I don't know. I can't, there's, there's a great book that I wish, Oh man, I'll find it while we're talking, but it's in my iCloud library. This former NFL player wrote it. I think it came out like 2005 or 2006. And it's like the straight true history of the NFL. And he talks about how, the teams got how this, you know, the two leagues came together. He goes all the way back to the start of organized football. And there's a lot of interesting facts that you find in it. Like um, all the teams that you're like, why the hell do they have a team like the Buffalo Bills? Shout out to Kellum who wrote an email in here. But uh, the Packers, uh, the Packers, like how do they have team? And like a lot of the times it was. That the NFL wanted to avoid 
being sued by like the federal government. So they just gave someone a team (laughs) (laughs) or they were in trouble. And so they were basically trying to curry favor. And so they would be like, Hey, let's have a team over there. Um, But it's a, it's a really great book, but it talks about the, the TV rights too, and how they went about splitting them up. And it really comes down to like silly things like that, that they just kind of, you know, sports is so tradition that they just basically stuck with it, but that's gone away. And you're right, Andy, that was when they did the flex shit, which is super confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it though, because I like the fact that you, that you hear Romo do AFC and NFC, or you hear Troy, Aikman, yeah. you know, like that's cool. Yep. I like that. Well, there's a great, um, before the, you know, of course the Super Bowl era happened, uh, 66, I believe was the first Super Bowl. If I, Chiefs yeah, late sixties somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Jets it was sixty-eight, and that's yeah, okay, that's Super Bowl three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, what's really what Showtime did a great documentary on the old AFL. It's called like Football in Color. Or yes, this some uh, fantastic because my dad was a big AFL fan because um, you know the Boston Patriots and all that, and it was the documentary was awesome because you know the whole and uh, you know you, I didn't realize like. NFL versus AFL. And then of course it became NFC AFC. That was like a, such a big deal, like we're the better league, the NFL and, you know, AFL is a bunch of crap. You know, of course the jets were in the AFL and they went after Namath and the whole, you know, and Al Davis was a big AFL guy, you know? So, and then of course uh, the chiefs owner, Kansas city chiefs owner, um, he was big in, you know, getting the, uh, the leagues merged and whatnot. And it's just, uh, I just love history of sports. And I, you know, that's why I have like every Super Bowl ever made. Um, Super Bowl one's a little edited. I want to get that copy NFL Network had when they showed it. They showed the full, they found like the full. I remember that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know and they had, and but I, I can never find it because I have like a, what's called a, it's every play, but it's a radio film merge. Where you see oh, every play yeah. and they put the radio broadcast. Same thing with Super Bowl two. Um, this guy put it together because there isn't a Super Bowl two out there. Because a lot of times they would just get rid of like the footage and stuff or send yeah. it overseas, destroy it, re-record it. Um, yeah, tape over. So it. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy because um, you know the big Heidi game. Like I don't even know if that footage exists. Uh-huh. Um, yes. But but it was just like, you know, so I have like Super Bowl two, which is Packers Raiders, but it's like got any highlights. It's got some graphics. It's got the radio broadcast, but it's but it's like this guy put any footage together to make it um, half decent. So it was kind of that's, Those are for diehard fans. Yeah, yeah I remember that the Heidi game. That's what was a Jets game when they oh, cut away from Jets the Jets Raiders, game, right? Yeah. To, to show Heidi on NBC. There's another game, another famous obscure. And then they came back. Were the Jets or the Raiders come back? Like scored two touchdowns in like 30 seconds? The Jets seconds? came back. Okay, the Jets came back because yeah. they had to show high. <laughs> um, but there's another we- – they did <laughs> – back in the day, because we were talking about an- announcers last time, they, there was a game – I think it, it was actually during the 80s where there were, they did no announcer – and it was like, I think it was, it was either Jets versus Miami or Jets versus Bills. And it was an in-conference AFC East, I, I should say. In, in, yeah. Uh, it was in there the was AFC some, East. 
there was some league last year. I don't remember who it was. One of the pro sports leagues experimented with doing that during the pandemic. Like when they didn't have any crowds, I don't remember who it was, but somebody oh, experimented yeah. with that again. I don't remember if it was baseball or who I it think was. it was baseball. I you know what they like did one idea. year? Yeah, so, I do too. So you know when um, when Bradshaw went over to Fox after he's with CB, CBS with Gumble, um, he went over to Fox, and then Jimmy Johnson came to Fox, and they just became really popular. They decided to do a football game. I think it was like Dolphins chart. I can't remember where it was just Bradshaw and Jimmy Johnson calling the oh, game. Boy. <laughs> and my dad, my dad was had hernia surgery, and so he was in the hospital, and he was like in the bathroom but had the game on. And he goes, he was so mad because he, like he's there for 20 minutes or whatever. And he couldn't understand what the hell was going on with the game because it was so terrible. You know, because you didn't have a play-by-play guy. You know, you had these, you know, Bradshaw and Jimmy just rambling on. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Experiments. Yeah, baby. All right, gentlemen. Well, you want to talk a little bit about the uh oh, I thought, I thought you were Super ending Bowl? the pod. No, not yet. <laughs> Let's keep Let's going. do it, baby. Oh, I remember what else I had before is that um Brett had a had twenty one prop bets for the Super Bowl, and I thought it would be a good thing to go through that and it could it kinda it kinda I think oh, okay, it describes cool. they're good props. And it kind of, I think, describes how you feel about the game. But I would like to start there, and let's start. Let's start with Andy here, Andy. Let's just get right down to it. You got the Rams. You got the Bengals. Who are you picking? Why? And who do you want? And why? Well, this is a rare game for me in a Super Bowl where I honestly would be fine. I'm fine with either team winning. I like both teams. I there's certain aspects of both teams I don't like just behind the scenes, but that there every team is like that. So I'm not I'm just going to discount all that stuff. I think the Rams are going to win. I kind of want to see the Bengals win just because they've never won one before. And coming from a fan base that knows what it's like to never win one, I would love to see them win just for them. Because I if if my team isn't going to be able to do it, I want some. That's why I was cheering so hard for Buffalo too. Because the same kind of thing. But I think the Rams. I just I can't. The Rams have got so many big-time stars. Their defense, their defensive line, I mean, they're going to murder Burrow, I think. It's going to – I think it's going to be – it's going to be tough. And Stafford – Matt Stafford's another guy, seeing as he's been with, stuck with the Lions for so long. I've watched him play against the Vikings so many times over the years, and I've always liked him, and I've always – it was kind of like when Kevin Garnett played for the Timberwolves for so long or David Ortiz for the mm. Twins. When they got shipped to bought the Celtics and the Red Sox, respectively, I was cheering for those guys, even though I wasn't a huge Celtics or Red Sox fan, because I know what it's like to be on a team that struggled forever and not be able to win. I, I like to see those guys win, so I would like to see Stafford win one. Burrow, I think, is going to have a lot more chances to as well. And I just think the Rams – so maybe I do want the Rams. Rams or the Bengals, either one I can – I would want to win, I guess. But I think – Well, that's the only two teams in the – Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, what am I – Rams or the Bengals, but if the Vikings win, you'll be happy. Yeah. But I think the, I think the Rams I think the Rams will take it. They've got too many playmakers on offense. They got too their their defensive their pass rush is so good, and the Bengals' yes. offensive line is not good. I mean that's that's usually what it is. But then the Bengals have the stupid intangibles. So I don't. But I don't know. Cooper Cup and and Beckham seems to find his find his way now. I just I don't. I think it might be a shootout, but I still think the Rams are coming out on top. All right, solo, you're up. 
All right. Well, I've been wavering back and forth with my analysis uh, of this because, of course, no one expected the Bengals to be here. Uh, and they've come from behind. They've, you know, beat Tennessee, who was the one seed. I mean, the Raiders game, the wild card, Raiders had a chance to tie it at the end. The Titans game, Burrow didn't throw a touchdown and the Tannehill three picks and all, all that craziness. Uh, they they beat the Titans and then the Chiefs, they were down 21 to three, I believe, at one point, And they came back and won that game. So in the Rams, they were up and down all season. I was I honestly did not believe Stafford could lead the Rams to a Super Bowl. I just thought that he was so banged up and bruised and uh, through the years at Detroit that he wasn't as good as people thought. And of course, I was wrong. Um I mean, I was thinking, ooh, does this remind me of 2001 where mm -hmm. Brady beats the almighty Rams and, and they, they win by a field goal? I'm thinking Burrow, it's his second year as well, uh, even though technically Brady didn't. I think he played like a couple of snaps in his rookie year. So when Bledsoe got hurt in his second year, then he went on. Uh, but technically it's Burrow's second year as well. Um, and I'm just like, could it be one of those upsets? But I look at it this way. I, I want the Bengals to win. I'm rooting for the Bengals. But there's a big but. The Rams are at home. This is the second time in history a team hosting the Super Bowl actually gets to play at home. The Buccaneers did it last year because through the years, it would always be in warm weather stadiums until recently when they had it in New York and Detroit. But um, and if you know if you luck out to be in your home stadium, make the Super Bowl, it's just a bonus. So that the Rams are at home, their defensive line is ridiculous against, like Ando said, this terrible Bengals line. Um, I don't think the Bengals are going to be able to run the ball much. Um, you know, the, the Rams' offense is explosive. Uh, you know, the Bengals' defense has played much better in the playoffs and they've really come up big with some turnovers. Uh, I just, everything is pointing for me to pick the Rams and it could be, it's almost like, I really think the Rams might demolish them. It might be, I may, I think they're going to win by double digits or so. I think it could be one of those games, but even if they're up by three touchdowns, I just feel like Burrow can bring the Bengals back. Um, I, I just, but this has been such a weird football season where we've had more overtimes and just teams losing the Packers and the Titans, the two number one seeds lost, you know, the Niners made it to the NFC. My Cowboys shit the bed. Oh, wait, they do that. Every <laughs> Never mind. Um, I don't know. That's nothing different. Well, I, so, think I, th um, I think I heard something that said six out of the last seven playoff games have been decided on the last play of the game. They have. That's true. Yep. Isn't that, I mean, isn't, that, isn't that insane? Which is good for football. Yeah. It's great. Uh, it just, it's tough because I would put a lot of money on the Rams to cover, but I like want the Bengals to win because I feel for their fans and I love rooting for the underdogs if my Cowboys aren't in it. Like, we'll get to Kellum's email, but like Buffalo, those Buffalo teams of the 90s were some of the greatest teams ever, but they ran into some of the tough, you know, the Cowboys team of the nineties that one year, the Redskins had a great team and that giants team who somehow beat the 49ers, which because of the fumble, the 49ers uh -huh. team in 1990 was probably the best team in the league, but Buffalo, the Buffalo, the Jim Kelly years would, I think would be dominating right now. 
with the K gun and everything. Cause they kind of still play like today's game back then. And so it just kills me. Like I feel for Buffalo fans living out there for a couple of years outside of Buffalo, like in the eighties when the bills were so terrible, like, you know, I just feel for the fans. So that's why I really want the Bengals win. Now the Rams, you know, LA, the LA, LA Rams have never won a title. It was the St. Louis Rams when they won. So I'm kind of, but I just, like Ando said, Von Miller, Odell Beckham, like the big superstars, even though the Cowboys have done that and they would with no cap, they would totally do it. But I'm just kind of rooting for that underdog, that homegrown team. Uh, but I wouldn't be mad if the Rams won. Let's put it that way. I, I'd be happy for Stafford and McVay. Uh, so that's where I'm going. So you're, so what's your final pick? I'm picking the Rams minus four and, but I want the Bengals to win. Okay. I agree with everything you said. And I was going to say a lot of what you said, the, the Bengals defense has been playing better, but they're not great, but they've been some, they've had some ball Hawk moments, right. And have taken advantage of opportunities the offensive line of the Bengals stinks. <laughs> he got sacked nine <laughs> times against the Titans, right. but they won. So this is what I think. I want the Bengals to win, and I think the Bengals are going to win. I think that the Rams are going to come out. I think they're going to score 10, 14 points. I think the then the Bengals are going to score one touchdown, then another touchdown, then another touchdown. And I, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to pull it out. And having nothing to do with looking at the statistics, this game is going to like prove the analytic people. No offense, Ando. I know you love those spreadsheets. <laughs> only, to a, only to a point <laughs> yes, am I an analytical guy. <laughs> I just don't think that this – you're totally right, man. Everything on paper says that the Rams should win this game. But – you don't play the game on paper. You play it on the field. Burrow is a better (laughs) quarterback than Stafford ever was. I know everyone loves Stafford. Oh, he was on the lions and he, and come on, do we forget the years that the lions would be down by like 40 points or something? And Stafford would just bombs away. And that's where he got most of his yards. You know what I'm saying? He didn't get all those yards winning games in Detroit. He got He also a, didn't ha- he also didn't have Von Miller, Aaron Donald that's and uh, Jalen Ramsey on his defense ever. I mean those defenses true. were god awful in Detroit. I, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that he was supported, but I'm just saying I do feel that he has been a bit overhyped because people like the guy and I just I don't think that he is a winner in the same way that Burrow is a winner, that he can pull the game out. I think Burrow has the same kind of thing that Aaron Rodgers has, Mahomes, guys like Montana. I think he's got the classic, like gut it out, find a way to win if he has to run, if he has to throw the ball underhand. Oh, Axel, Burrow reminds me of Elway a little bit. That same kind mm. of bringing bringing like this it. team that had to, you know he he reminds me of young Elway. Let's uh, just play the ways. game, right? Let's get out on the field. Like I I I really think that the Bengals everything 
that we've said is going to happen. I think he's going to get sacked. I think he'll get sacked like six times. I think um, Ooh, that the over under under the over unders. I think four and a half. Yeah, and I would go over on that. I yeah, think I, I would actually too. put a bet that he'll get sacked more than two <laughs> times in the first half. <laughs> um, because I think he will, but I think they'll still find a way to win. I think they're just a gutsier team. And for me, and again, this has nothing to do with anything, but my preference, I always like to root for the team that kind of was built through the draft and that, and I feel like the Rams yeah. are a manufactured team in a lot of ways. Um, not everyone, they, they drafted Aaron Donald, didn't they? Yes, they did. I so. They, yep, yep. so, I mean, not in they all sure ways. Did. And I think, you know, I don't dislike McVeigh, but I think that he too is a little bit like overhyped. And I think that the Bengals are going to pull it out. You know what? Lady Solo, when she, when she sees McVeigh on the screen, calls him Sean. Oh, there's Sean. I'm like, wait a minute. How do you know what? what? <laughs> And then on DirecTV, as you know, they show a screensaver of Aaron Donald and Joe Burrow and uh, for the Super Bowl. And she goes, I think I'm rooting for the Bengals because of his piercing eyes, Joe Burrow. <laughs> but, then, but then she just saw the Matthew Stafford piece on his wife yes, fighting through that. her disease yep. and that whole yep. story. So she's torn. So Lady Solo is torn on who she should root for. <laughs> and so I'm, 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 she may put a $50 bet. She, right now, she's looking toward betting on the Rams, but we'll see. Hey, I will. I, I do want to reiterate one thing that you said, which is something I've been saying when I've been talking about the game with friends coming up to it, which is I, I would not be shocked if the Rams blow them out. Now, I'm picking the Bengals, but mm -hmm. I, there's, I don't think there's much of a chance that the Bengals blow them out, but I do think that there's a chance, just a chance. They're a young team, the bright lights, but then again, Burrow National Championship, you know what I mean? Like, um, I think that he... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that, too. I think if the, if the Rams win, it, it could go either way. If the Bengals win, it's going to be close. Yeah. I, I yeah, other, yeah. I was going to say, before I forget, too, the other thing that... that I like about shouldn't say I, I think is good for the Rams chances to win. Cause I, I, I still want the Bengals. I would still want the Bengals to win too, but I think the Rams, the uh, Raheem Morris, their defensive coordinator has two weeks to game plan for Joe Burrow. I think that's going to be an underrated. Cause oh, I think that guy, point. I think he is an awesome defensive coordinator. Oh, and I think he, he might be able to figure it out. I mean, I kind of wish the Vikings would have hired him instead of, yeah. Or yeah, defensive coordinator. Instead of hiring the Rams' offensive coordinator, I would. Yeah. I wish the Vikings. I was going to say Morris. that though too. He's leaving the team, and that historically is not a great thing. When a guy gets hired to be a head yeah, coach the, and then goes into the Super Bowl, it is, tends oh, to be distracting. Him? No, for the offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Raheem Morris didn't get a new gig. No, Morris has not gotten a job okay. yet. But I think he, the um, was Raheem Morris with the Buccaneers. Is that yep his chance? Yes. Okay. Yep. Who am I thinking? Who was Minnesota? It's coach, uh, a great uh, defensive coordinator. Zimmer? That. No, no, no. Yeah, I love Mike Zimmer from the Cowboys. No, um, I figured before he him. Would. The African American. Oh, uh, Dennis Green? Uh, no, no. Oh. I know. oh, we got. Oh, man. We got booted by Zoom. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it, Zoom. We're going to start a new meeting. 
That's right, Zoom. All right, Zoom okay. cut us off. We were coming back. Solo was trying to figure out who who was the head coach. Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, who I wish was yeah. still the Vikings head coach. Yes. Oh, I love Leslie Frazier. I do, too. I'm a big fan. Oh, man. You, you know, know, Zimmer Zimmer did well for what You know, I love Zimmer because, he, you know, he was with the Cowboys and then Parcells kept him as the D.C. And then he went to the Bengals, of course, and then uh, Minnesota. It's just – it just well, shows for, you how tough it is to win the NFL. And from everything that, like the beat reporters and everything around here that have cut, they cover the team day to day. They've kind of they they don't want to bury the guy, obviously, so they're not going outright and saying it. But if you read between the lines, it seems like he had a hard time relating to a lot of the players at this point, and a hard time relating to the right. management, the other management. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's, if he just doesn't doesn't relate to the younger guys anymore or what the deal is, but. I get there was some reports that him and the GM didn't speak for like the last two months of the season. And that mm. those guys should be talking every day. So there was some, I don't know. There was some big, and he just didn't care about the offense a whole lot, which is, was pretty evident. Big if you issue. ever watched it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, the offense was pretty uncreative and like Kirk cousins, as much as he's not the answer, he's had, I think five different offensive coordinators since he's been here. So, I mean, yeah, Alex Smith it's, syndrome. It, it, yeah. It's, it, just, it's it, too bad. It's too much. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it was it was time for a change here with, from Zimmer, but it is what it is. Vikings fans, you Bra- to little it. Peter Brady, you know. Yeah, time to change. When it's time to change, to change. You got to rearrange. <laughs> rearrange who you are is what you're gonna be. Like All right, so let's go <laughs> over. <laughs> let's go over some props. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but before we get to the playmaking props, there is a question about watching the Super Bowl that I want to ask, okay? Because we've talked some football, so now let's talk some kind of generalized TV. I would like for you gentlemen to tell me, what is your favorite part about the Super Bowl? What do you most enjoy doing that you do maybe every Super Bowl or the part of watching it? that you really enjoy solo. Why don't you go first? Wow. So the super bowl experience. Yeah. Um, so let me go through the years of how I watched the super bowl and then we can determine what my favorite <laughs> is. So the first time I ever watched a super bowl was super bowl 17 dolphins, Redskins. My dad recorded it on beta and I watched it on a random afternoon when I was like seven years old and I just watched the whole game and it was awesome. Cause I thought maybe the outcome would change because I was rewatching yes. it on videotape. <laughs> I think I mentioned that. In the yep. last podcast. <laughs> okay. And then after that, uh, super bowl 18 was the first live one I watched. My dad was on the road, so I had to record it for him. So I watched it in my dad's chair by myself. Uh, and then through the years after that, I watched it with my dad and when in 92, when the Cowboys beat the Bills in Super Bowl 27, uh, again, I was with my dad. I don't remember if I had some friends over or not. I might have because, uh, you know, during high school and college, definitely had friends over to watch games. Uh, but then the real big Super Bowl parties happened. And I want to say uh, in college, we had some Super Bowl parties. That's when, when I lived in my when I joined my fraternity. That was the first like real big other than like my parents, friends having Super Bowl parties or my parents throwing because my parents threw a Super Bowl party for like Super Bowl 22 and 23. 
Um, I remember when we lived in Boston, uh, my, my parents would have people over and that was fun. Uh, and then in college, we had uh, some Super Bowl parties at a fraternity house. Uh, when I first moved to LA, it was kind of just me and a couple of roommates or whatever. Um, and then for the first time last year, I, uh, two years ago, pre-pandemic, uh, Niners Chiefs, I was in Vegas. But we drove back the day of the Super Bowl, so I listened to the first half on the radio. <laughs> uh, so um, now it's just kind of like friends. A lot of times when I bartended, because I bartended for over 20 years, I would be working the Super Bowl. That was kind of my Super Bowl. I'd be working and doing the Super Bowl as a bartender. Uh, but the last couple of years, it's been at just at home, chilling with my wife, watching the Super Bowl and having some wings and pizza, whatever. Mm. This year, we're getting sushi because we mm. love sushi. Um, but I got to say, all in all, watching the Super Bowl with my dad, watching sports wow. with my dad is my my favorite thing to do. And that's one thing living across country from my family is I do I do miss watching because I don't because we've never wa- he's a big Pats fan Patriots fan and we've never watched we've watched a, a playoff game together but we've never watched the Super Bowl together during the Pats years because I've always been out here so that's one thing I miss I wish I would have you know seen a lot, some of those Patriots Super Bowls with my dad uh, but you know a couple years ago I went to my cousin Troy's a big Pats fan we watched the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl together so it's so it's been a mix but it, it seems to be like I enjoy watching the Super Bowl with people close to me versus a big party mm-hmm. or bartending like because because I know it when I bartended if the Cowboys ever made the Super Bowl I wouldn't uh, there's no way because Super the Super Bowl 27 I watched it at my parents house when I was in high school Super Bowl 28 when they beat the Bills again I was in my dorm room watching it with some friends and then my junior year uh when we of of at Syracuse against the Steelers Super Bowl 30 I watched it with all my fraternity brothers so um it's yeah that seems to kind of be the theme nice how about you Mr. Andy well the uh I'm glad Heath went first because he your memories jogged my own memories of oh, cool. Super Bowl's past. <laughs> yes, the uh, kind of like you. I mean, I know I watched Super Bowls. I'm just a little bit younger than both of you. Well, a little bit younger than you, Heath, but a few years younger yeah. than Axel, I believe. And uh, I remember <laughs> Axel's I remember only a year older. Man. Well, I just got to poke a little fun at him. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, well, my Hollywood say, age, <laughs> Axel would be like four years older than me. Yeah, that's exactly right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I remember watching a few Super Bowls on it, just having vague, vague memories like in the late 80s or mid to late 80s, like Chicago Bears, that kind of stuff. Don't really remember mm-hmm. much about watching it. My first real tradition of watching it started in like it would have been the 89 season, 1990 Super Bowl. So I had the um, it's like the uh, one of the one of the Joe Montana Niners Broncos. Yeah, where they blew them away. Right. Yeah, it that, was like 55 to 15 or something. Yep. Crazy. Really. That's that year, that 89-90 season was um, the summer before that. My dad and a bunch of his friends decided to try, try this new thing called fantasy football. <laughs> oh, and, wow. And everybody, it was a, and it was a 16-team league, and everybody had, two, everybody had two people. So it was co-owners on every team. And my dad asked me to be the co-owner with him on his team. I was 12 years old. 
everybody else is in their thirties and forties in this league. Right. I'm the only, and, and a lot of, Fantastic. a lot of money got pumped into like, anytime you made a transaction, you had to put money in anytime. I mean, there was a, a league. That's how we were. 92. Yeah. My dad started a league. You had to pay when you lost pay for transactions, mm-hmm. like a couple was, of yeah. bucks. That yeah. was so, the way yeah. we used to do it too. By the end oh, of the season, great. there was a huge. I remember our first. We picked fifth overall, and we picked Roger Craig was our first ever draft pick. I will oh. never forget that. Oh, wow, that is Roger my. Craig. Let me tell you something. You, I mentioned <laughs> Roger Craig. I have to mention that it is ridiculous that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Ridiculous, Roger yep, Craig. He was awesome. Is the he was awesome, and Pumped he those is legs. the prototypical modern yeah. running back. He changed yep. the game. Now, I mean, you could say that that's the team as well and the coach and all, you know, Montana, blah, blah. But, I mean, Roger Craig was awesome. Dude, yeah, he was so fantastic. Tough. Dude, so tough. I love, oh, man, you know, I hate the Niners. <laughs> but if Tom Brady decided to go to the Niners, I'd probably root for them. But that's another day. But Roger Craig, Next I year. loved Roger Craig. Because I remember Super Bowl nineteen. Marino, Montana, Dolphins, Niners. We had this Pepsi thing, and I had, I think, number 32. Was he 32? Like, and if Roger Craig so, got yeah. the MVP, I, we would have won like $300 or something. And he was like off to a great start. My dad's like, hey, Roger Craig. So, <laughs> Sorry, Ando. You gave oh, me a right. Yeah. I, I triggered some things for you. You triggered. That's why I like. That's why I like going down memory lane because it's fun to, having these conversations. Oh, yeah. But the, uh, so, that from the fantasy football thing, all the money got poured into this pot. Well, some of it got paid out for league winners and stuff, but the rest of it, since it was all local, I mean, and actually the crazy thing is I thinking back, I think they had me do it because then every day when I got home from school, I had to sit with a yellow legal pad and this Minneapolis star tribune and do all the scores by hand for 16 oh, yes, teams every week. Yes, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by the end of the season, besides the money they got paid out for the winners and divisional champions and stuff, they paid a lot of paid outs. There was also a huge amount of money for a giant party at the end of the season. Oh, nice. and, and, and like everybody brought something to pass, but then everybody, all the money went to everything else that goes along with the party. Well, since I was in the league, I was the only 12-year-old invited to this league. Or it's the league party. So I'm sitting there hanging out. I think I'm Mr. King shit hanging out with all these guys in their 30s and 40s oh, watching football. Awesome. That is awesome. So Drinking like, a and, Pepsi Clear. and Yeah, uh, exactly right. They're drinking so like, Bud Dries. <laughs> yeah you're sadly you're probably right <laughs> and the uh like that league is still i'm still in that league with my dad today we it's still going oh, like great. 30 some years later and um but most of the years even when i was at college at the u of m a lot of times i would come back and like that's up until recently that has always been my favorite memory is being able to come back and bullshitting with all my dad's friends who became my friends over the years too and we sit and watch a super bowl and talk shit and you do all kinds of bets during the game and that yep. up until recently was always my favorite way of doing it. Yeah. And then the last couple of years, like after COVID and all that stuff, the party stuff kind of stopped. And like a lot of the guys were retiring and decided they didn't want to do it anymore. So the league kind of changed complexion and a lot of new mm. faces are there. So the party doesn't quite happen like it used to anymore. So the last couple of years, I or probably in the last four or five years for a few years there, I just enjoyed watching it by myself because it was just a, I can sit there and enjoy the game and concentrate on the game. And then last year was the first time that my son was old enough to actually pay attention oh, somewhat. Great. So uh, I, mean, I let him watch the first half. So that's the thing I'm looking forward to on Sunday is watching it with him. And cause uh, he's at the age, he's awesome, five. Dude. Oh, he'll be five in two weeks. So he just 
He's asking. He'll be running a new fantasy league soon. Oh, that's how I was Ando. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're connected is I was in a Stratomatic baseball league at eight years old with my dad and his friends who were in their thirties. Oh my God. That's awesome. You know, and for five years I was in the, yeah, until I think I was 16. I, I finally was like, ah, I got a girlfriend now. I don't need to be in this league, but like, oh yeah, no, I was, (laughs) I was like you, I was so I'm going to say, luckily for me, in that respect, I never dated anybody in high school. I was an Uber nerd sitting there analyzing my spreadsheets, so I could stay with fantasy football. Yeah. No, yeah. I did. Heath, that's how I started, too. This dude, Bobby Johnson, got me into a. Uh, I think I was, yeah, I think about it. I probably was in third or fourth grade, which is around eight or nine years old. And wow. um, it was with Stephen Kleiman, and it was all their dads. And I, I think I actually, I think I shared the team with Seth, my friend, Seth Eisen. I think we may have, or somebody else. Like fantasy or Stratomatic? It was baseball. So it was, I don't know that. I don't, didn't it used, it used to be called something different though. It wasn't called well, Stratomatic fantasy. was basically they did, they, they produce cards based on their previous season and you draft your teams, whatever. And then you roll dice each at bat. And it either goes on the pitcher card or the hitter card, and that was the result. And you basically did a whole game. It's amazing. No, like, that wasn't it. This I, was okay. what did they I call think when fantasy? I'm in my 60s, rotisserie. Rotisserie. Okay. Yes. I'm I want to start yep. a Stratomatic league someday because now you could do it through Zoom or you could. They actually have digitally. Stratomatic does it digitally. Yeah. Um, I would love to start a league because I had it. That was like some of the best. It, the Stratomatic baseball, because I played Stratomatic football, basketball, baseball is the best. And it's so much fun. It was just, and my, you know, my dad ran the league and with his buddies, it was like some of the greatest moments of my childhood. Like I really, it's so much fun. Anyway, someday. Okay. Maybe, someday. I got to, I got to admit something to you. Heath. I had heard that term before and I'm like, I just don't remember what it looked like. So I'm looking it up right now. I don't think I ever did this. It looks awesome. Oh, dude. It's incredible. <laughs> Especially being a nerd. And being uh-huh. a stat nerd, you would yeah. freaking love it because the cards are based on probability with the dice. So, like, if you have a guy, like, the columns are like one, two, three for hitters, and it's two yep. through 12 based on two die. And of course, seven is the most rolled probability, six and eight. And, you know, so based on like, <laughs> like I had Jose Canseco in his 40 40 year, and his card was awesome. Uh huh. You know? And it was like, it's just so I can only imagine like after Bonds's year, like that card Ugh. must have been insane. Yeah. Like, I mean, just with home runs and walks all over the place. But you would love, you would love Stratomatic Ando. Oh, my God. Oh, I, yeah. Just looking at the pictures here, I'm like, how did I, how did this miss my radar completely? Yeah. This is not oh. what we were doing. We were doing rotisserie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This, this was, was pretty intense. Basically this pretty fantasy. Good. Yeah. 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 I do it. I'm in a, a rotisserie hockey league. Uh, with with a good friend of mine who and his buddies, so he like got me in the league a couple years ago. So that yeah, you rotisserie. Know, you really got to pay attention to rotisserie. That's uh, that's, I've been hard. in a few over the years. Yeah. That's you heavy. don't want to burn gotta... it if you leave it on there too long. Burp, 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 burp. Get it like rotisserie. <laughs> hey, no, yo. I get it. I get it. Actually, I just got it. Cooking. <laughs> yeah, no rotisserie chicken. Baby. Exactly, rotisserie <laughs> chicken. What was that place that sold rotisserie chicken? What was it called oh, again? Kenny Rogers Roosters. <laughs> no, <it> was no <laughs> Kenny Rogers. I can't remember. A roasters. I always called it roosters, but it's roasters. <laughs> 
Um, all right. So you want to know what my favorite thing about the game is? Yeah, actually, yes. I do. The game itself. I'm going to be that oh. guy. <laughs> I do love the commercials, Axel. I do love the commercials, the anticipation. Um, commercials. I know. I love every. Yeah, I love everything about it. I did start watching it with my dad, and I would usually go to my dad's to watch it. But like I talked about on the last show, my dad was not a real football fan. He grew up loving baseball. And once I didn't really, I kind of communicated to him that I wasn't really into baseball. I think he was disappointed, but then he tried to get me into basketball and football. And then I settled on football and my sister ended up liking football too. But even though my dad went to the Jets games and I think he had a good knowledge of football, he wasn't the type of person to like actually sit and watch the whole game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... I would usually be sitting there at these Super Bowl parties really close to the TV, turning it up, watching the game, and people would kind of come over and talk about the game when they wanted to actually – I was like in that group of like really right, wanting to right. talk about the stati- – I, w- I was really into stats, and I used to sit and read that pro football record book. So I would come <laughs> to – I would like study up for the Super Bowl – and be able to be like, well, you know, this team, the NFC won this year, blah, blah, blah. Right? I'd have all these kind of stats ready to go to kind of make conversation to talk about it. Um, but honestly, I think once I went out to college and then, yeah, I would kind of watch the game. But really, I just watched mostly by myself, I think, through different years or go to a Super Bowl party. I mean, obviously, the last 15 or so years, I've watched it with Perry. Um and mostly God, 15 years. Yeah. Wow. It's a long time. She would like fall asleep. <laughs> usually before we had Lachlan, she would like fall asleep. And that's, I actually loved that because I'd be able that's, to watch the second. I half totally. When alone. I came, I'm sorry. When I came to visit Axel in Raleigh, Durham, I was so impressed with Perry because she's such a big Duke basketball fan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like she recorded the game. She was watching it. I'm like, that's the greatest wife ever. She like it that, was dude. like so cool. It's I just loved it. I was like, oh my God. Well, that, well that's that my wife she couldn't loves. care less about sports. That's yeah. Just, uh, just I had the same thing you do where she would sit down and watch the TV, watch it on watch the Super Bowl with me, and by the end of the first quarter, she mm-hmm. was usually asleep. So yeah. and you get to watch it. I gotta I mean, get I gotta yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I actually really do. I think I've enjoyed the Super Bowl more so since being with her because I have watched like the second half really intently. I haven't been at a big party or around people or anything, and I can actually kind of sense the flow of the game and I remember things better, but I do try not to get too wasted by like you know what I mean? There was a couple of years ago. I think it was actually that Philly with the Philly special that by yeah. halftime, I was like pretty obliterated and I had to spend the third quarter like drinking water and eating to get my, you know what I'm saying? We've all been there to try to get myself like, okay, I can actually watch the game and not feel dizzy when this ball goes in the air. And, um, and, uh, but lately it's watching that and sharing it with Lachlan too. But I think it really is just I really love the game itself. I love being able to see players like too excited or 
because like we we were saying with Burrow, I know everyone keeps on saying, oh, it's, you know, he's been in the national champ. This is the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like the adrenaline will be pumping. Um, And I think uh, even Mahomes, didn't he come out? And uh, what was that? The one when they lost and he was just it was just like too pumped. You know, balls are flying over people's heads and shit. But uh, yeah, yeah I just I just love the game, man. And I love just really getting into it and watching the game. But the commercials and everything are fun. And I can now I'm now I'm excited to see the Lord <laughs> of the Rings preview, man. They're actually <laughs> oh, going to show footage. Yep. The trailer oh, the is coming series? out during the game. Yeah. Yeah. For the series. I'm excited now. Now I can be excited. It's only a couple days away. I can nerd out for a couple days and be like, man, are they better show uh, some hobbits, man? Come on. I love it. Are there going to be like hobbits one, in this one? There's know. not really much known about it. I don't I don't know. I I don't, I'm not so. one of those Tolkien geeks, so I don't I haven't read every little tiny bit of. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't hey, know. Is there I'm trying to think, too, because I always get excited like. I always forget. And then when the Super Bowl comes, I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's going to be any cool trail. I mean, it's different now with the Internet. We get early access to stuff. But like any cool trailers coming out for summer movies. But I know the last couple of years we don't have many movies coming out. Uh, We may may get the Batman trailer for the 83rd time. Um, Yeah. But but like I'm wondering, like I remember when we had a full slate, it used to be so exciting. Guess what, motherfucker? I got it. Here's some you trailers. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Very exciting. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. The Ring of Power. Very cool. Digging it. The Lost City. There you have it. Uh, it's a Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. We already saw that. Oh, I've seen that already. Yeah, yeah. who cares? Bel Air. Mm. Who cares? Looks some funny. Peacock Oof. show. I don't care about that. Oh, this is that's fun. The fresh, that's the Fresh Prince reboot. Yes, which has been getting not good yeah. reviews the drama. It's Well, it's very serious. Yeah, yeah. I just saw yeah. the trailer for the first time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could be good. I was willing to give it a shot just as a, its own thing, really. But the reviews so far have not been good. Okay, this is our Super Bowl 22 predictions. These are some predictions that people are saying we might see. Moon Knight. We did see a little bit of that, right? Before the, yeah. Moon the Oscar Mar- Isaac. Disney Plus Marvel. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I bet there'll be a big Marvel thing yeah, that has a whole bunch. Because there's a whole bunch of Marvel shows coming out this year yet. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the Sam Raimi oh, the directed. Second one. Yeah. yeah. Obi Wan. Oh, Sam Raimi directed. Oh. Yeah. Obi Wan yep. Kenobi with you and McGregor. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, that's great. Stranger Things, maybe. Maybe oh, a Stranger yeah. Things teaser trailer. Oh, I bet we do see that. And this is the Star City one. Murders? Oh, ooh, that's it, baby. <laughs> is that where all that Kickstarter money went to, Heath? <laughs> this is no, yeah, this is the real exciting time. one though. I know I was gonna say Heath is gonna be very excited for this. Mr. Minions Boston. Rise of the Groove. Oh. Very exciting. Oh, that's it. Though. That's really it. Oh. That's Hopefully not that exciting. Mission Impossible? No. That's what I was I thinking, too. That's my jam. They, I think they pushed Mission Impossible yeah. the next year again. They did. Yeah. Because they When's wanted, Maverick coming out? That's they why. They pushed that, too. Yep. I think they pushed both of them. Yeah, they, that's they're supposed both to Paramount. come out first. Dude, the Mission Impossible movies are so awesome. But that's yeah, why they are. Pod. Yeah, they are. I freaking, they're my favorite. Oh, my God. I love them. They are awesome. All right. Ready? Let's jump into props. some props. Okay. Let's prop it up. Bitch. Let's do Brett's props. 
We're gonna Brett's props. Wait, we're... hold on. It's Brett's props. Brett's props. What are you gonna do? It's Brett's props. Brett's props. Brett's props. Um, here we go. The order is. Oh, you know what, Axel? Before you start, you yeah. should say if anybody wants to get into Brett's pool, message yeah. him on Facebook. That's it. He, he will get pool, right back to you. What pool does he have? He's got a little pool. It's like a yeah prop bet pool and. Um, yeah, we it's well, Axel will go through right. everything here, but it's it's not very much to get in. It's a fun. He does it every year, oh, gotta, or does oh, something like it every in. year. Yeah, yeah, I will. You send get on his mailing list, you won't get off of it. So, <laughs> Brett, what the second. hell, Brett? If you're listening to this podcast, what the hell? You don't include me. <laughs> Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Look, solo. Look, live. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Live on the air, DVR Podcast yeah. Network. Here we go. Live. I am forwarding it. To solo, it's just oh. been forwarded live on the All air. All right, thank you, thank you. Uh, live here on we the go. Air. Brett's you'll listen, wait, you'll, you'll listen to Brett, when, Brett's pops when live. <laughs> when you post this, Axel, you better tag Brett just so he makes sure he hears this. Oh, he yeah, better I'm, I'm hear upset it. at Brett. I'm upset. <laughs> I know I'm not on the book of face as as much as I should be you're or shouldn't be. be. But but come on, Brett, you're you're, you're my god. <laughs> I mean, freaking include me in this shit. All right. Anyway. Here we you go. know, me and money, I'll, I'll join anything. <laughs> the, or, the order is solo, ando, folo. Are we gonna, is this like a contest like we used to do with Donald with the Oscar predictions when we never saw a movie and we predicted? <laughs> Remember we did that? <laughs> that was fun. That was a fun years. Uh, we should do that again. Uh, the opening kickoff. Wait, wait, ando. Oh. Wait, real quick. Ando. Yeah. Are you are you the genius who recorded like all our podcasts or kept them all and why you were you the one who salvaged them all? I I salvaged a whole ton like 95% yes. of them. It was Ando. Oh, yep, that's me. Ando. <laughs> it was I know and, I I think I knew that but I I had to I'd never acknowledged. Somebody else had the Anna. rest of them I think. Anna, yep. Oh, Thank Anna, you yeah. Anna. Yep. But freaking Ando, man. Ando. I save everything, much to my wife's detriment. Dude. She will uh, she will bitch about it every second, but I save everything. Oh, so you're fucking <laughs> awesome. That's that's all I'm going to say. Okay, Brett's props. Brett's props. The opening kickoff will result in touchback or fair catch solo. Okay, I looked at this one and I put money on touchback, thinking. These kickers, especially if Evan McPherson's kicking mm-hmm. off, he's going to want to show his leg. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that prop, like it, it was minus 130 when I put money down on it. I don't know where it's at now, but I think that's like the gimme of the Super Bowl, the touchback, I unless agree. someone's going to return it. I, I honestly think about putting more money on it. I'm thinking about putting, you know, Ando's Stratomatic Baseball tuition <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a safe bet too. I, I also touchback on this one. All right, but, me too. We're yeah. all on touchback. Ready? Next, okay. the first play from scrimmage will be a pass or a run, sack, or offensive penalty. Oh, my first. Yeah. Or okay, pass. Ando. I agree. Also, pass. I say I pass too. Good. I don't think there's going to be oh. a lot of running or penalties in this game. But it depends. Because the Cowboys aren't playing. I almost think <laughs> that if it's the Bengals, it's going to be a run. If it's the Rams, it's going to be a pass. So I think Ooh. that there is a chance that there. It could but depend one on little, who gets it. 
One little good side note. I think I saw some stat today too, where like this is the second and third least penalized teams or third and fourth least penalized teams in the league playing tomorrow. I like that. They made a pretty clean game. Go figure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shocking. (laughs) Doesn't exactly mean they didn't commit them, I guess. Will the opening drive advance past midfield? Yes or no? I'm going to go no. I'm going with a three and out. Okay. I'm going to go yes. I'm going with yes too. Ooh, so I'm the I'm the minor. I, I think people, I think I think it's because I have a feeling that the Rams are going to get the ball first. They're going to go right down the field and score. That's what I think oh. is going to happen. And I'm going to make some bets on that too. Will Matt Stafford throw a touchdown the first quarter? I think he will. I do too. No. no. Okay. Solo says I'm no. going no. Even though I have the Rams blowing out the Bengals, but no. I think they're going to start. I think that they're going to – I just have a feeling about – and I think they do. I think McVay and that team is very good at planning out the beginning of the game. He's a strategic yeah, dude. Can I change the yes? Can I change You can yes? change. Okay, I'm not as good at making – that's why I think the second half is going to belong to the Bengals because I don't think they, they can make adjustments good. And I think the Bengals mm-hmm. are all about adjustments. Will Cincinnati rush for a touchdown in the first half? No. I I don't think Cincinnati will rush for a touchdown all game. Mm. Ooh. I agree. I say no. I say they're going to have to pass it to get in there. I just don't think they're yeah, going to be able to shove I, it down their throat like that. Mm-mm. Oh, this is a good one. Which defense will intercept the pass first? <laughs> Or none, as also says. I'm gonna go Bengals. Okay. Well, the and the way the way he has it here too, I I opened up the link too. He has Cincinnati Bengals or none as one of the picks. So if you don't think there's gonna be a pick, you can pick that. That they're piled together. Uh, If that makes sense. I think there's gonna be two Bengals, one Rams pick in the game. Ooh, that's a lot. But it could be. These guys I'm going like to agree with Heath here. I think uh, I think Stafford is going to be the first one to throw a pick. I agree too. Well, I said I, I said I said the Bengals. I think yes. yeah, yeah. So That's Stafford's yeah. going to throw the pick. Yeah, but which defense? I do think Stafford will throw one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know, oh. that's what you, we said. The same. We're saying the oh, same. Oh, I said thing the here. Bengals. Yeah. Oh, and I said I Stafford's Stafford going to throw the first. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah thank yeah. you, Ando. We're saying the same thing. Okay, great. How Sorry, many sacks? Oh, fancy with you. This Sorry, is I had I... a flash forward or flash sideways, and I <laughs> didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> the event. How many sacks will the LA? De- how many sacks will LA have before halftime? How Ooh. many sacks in the first half for LA? I'm going to say two. I'm going to say one. Okay, I'm going two or more with Solo. I think he's going to get sacked six times. Will there be a three? I, th- and I out? think he is, but I think it's going to be in the second. I think they're going to. I think they're going to. They're going to tire out the by second the second half. half. Yep, mm. they're going to get that line tired out in the second half, and it's going to be a bloodbath. I like. Okay, okay. Will there be a three and out within the first two drives of the second half? You already answered yes, Solo. You think the first? No, I said the first be- half. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Half. You're right. I apologize. With three and out within the first two drives of the second half. No. Because mm. three, because they could get a first down and then punt. I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I, I should say, say yes. 
I'm going to say yes. I'm going to definitely say yes. That long halftime, it always happens. Teams come out sluggish in the second You know, half. the mom brings oranges for the soccer team. Yeah. Oh. Just like mom's spaghetti. Well, every touchdown after halftime. <laughs> okay, M&M. <laughs> this is a fun one. Will every touchdown after halftime be a seven-point touchdown, i.e. punctuated by an extra point kick? Right. Right. I'm going to say no. No. I agree. No way. I'm going three no's on the board. These two teams, they're going for two points. Will both teams make a field goal in the second half, including overtime? Yes. I'm going to, yes, I'm going yes. So Fuller's going to go no. I'm, I want to, I want to sense it. I think I'm going to say no. I can sense it in your cackalacka voice. Yeah, Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. I think that, because I think that they're going to need to score touchdowns. And I think both of these teams will go for it on fourth down. So I don't think that, uh, I don't know. I think that there will be a field goals in the first half, not the second half. Wow. Because I think they're going to need to score. I'm sexually aroused, Commander. (laughs) (laughs) The Washington Commanders. How many many touchdowns will Joe Burrow throw in the game? Zero or one or two or more? Two or more. Two or more. Okay. I I think two or more as well. Will L.A. rush for a touchdown in the game? Hell yeah. Uh, I just... I I think... I think... Jake Funk Ooh, is like going to score a touchdown. Jake Funk A. This is nice. a cool name. Even though he plays for the Indi- uh, the the uh, Vikings. No, he doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the Rams. I thought he played for the Vikings at, at, for one point. I thought they drafted him, but it was the Rams. It sounds like a Vikings <laughs> name. Well, Cincinnati defense. Oh, what do you say? So uh, I think okay, that I, I think they will. I think they will. Um, even though. Cincinnati has a better even rushing. Flow? Even even yes, even though Cincinnati has a better uh, rushing game than the Rams do, the Rams rushing game kind of sucks. I do think that they will be the ones to score a touchdown by rushing, simply because Cleveland's defense is going to allow it. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Cleveland. But I want to ask oh, you, if only, Axel, if only it was Axel. Cleveland. Like Aside Baker from Cleveland's Mayfield. defense, but what's a Russian defense? Is that like from straight out of Moscow? <laughs> straight, I, I'm just wondering. So, so okay, come on, all right, come on, let's recover. Will okay, the Cincinnati okay. defense recover a fumble? No. Yes, I say yes. Cam Akers will fumble. Mm-hmm. How many hmm. total turnovers would there be in the game? Two or less, or three or more? Well, I had I had three picks and a fumble recovery, so I'm going three or more. Okay. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be three or more. Too. I think there's going to be a little sloppiness at times in this game. Ah, this so, is yes. tough because I think this is. I almost want to go like I feel like there may not be, yeah. but yeah, I'm predicting three. No, guys, if we look at what if we look if I look at the answers so far, I think we're being very liberal. Uh, you know what I mean? It's more, and I think that. Oh, you know what I mean? I, I see what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's we, like taking the over gotta, all the time. Yes. But all I have over. to say is that the U.S. hockey team beat Canada four to two. Oh, baby. there we go. Just, just, I thought, just I thought we know. didn't, I thought we didn't like the tickers at the bottom of the screen, Heath. 
There is no ticker. Yeah, that, I'm no, the ticker. No, you were the, the ticker. Yeah. The okay. oh, you're, ticker. Okay. you're the good ticker. Yes. Though. I am the ticker. I am the <laughs> bum ticker. I am. I Sorry. I tried to, to make, a, I tried to make a bad joke there. That was my bad. <laughs> that was move no, on. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. But, but that's fine. That's fine. That's good. Good, good. I'm going to go try. with, I'm, even though I want to go less, when I think about turnovers are mostly going to be interceptions, I do think that they'll each quarterback will throw a pick and there'll be a fumble in the game. So I'm going to go with three or more. Will there be a missed field goal in the game? Ooh. Now, I know Cincinnati's kicker is mm. amazing. The Rams kicker is good, but he has missed some. I don't. Who I is the Rams kicker by name? Um, remember, because Zerline's Matt, on the Cowboys and he sucks. Matt Gay. Yes, he's not the punter. Oh, he's the kicker. Um, oh, from Tampa. Kicker. From yep. Tampa. Hit yep. Eight, yep. Matt yep. Gay hit eighty-four point six percent of his field goals from beyond forty yards during the regular season, but hit just sixty percent of his kicks from that distance in the playoffs. So there will there will be a miss. There will be a miss. I'm calling it right now. I don't think there yeah. will be because I again I think that these teams are going to need to score touchdowns. So I don't think. And the next one will Evan McPherson from Cincinnati make a fifty-yard plus field goal? I think he will. I don't think unless it's at the end of the half. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think it'll be early in the game. I think they'll the drive will stall out because the Rams will sack him or something. And they want to put points on the board. They're going to want to put points on the board, so they're going to take it. Call Ando. I'm changing. I'm changing. But I think they'd go for it, though. I don't think they'd kick a field goal. I think. I think. I think the coaches are going to be a little more conservative and go with points in this game. And when you got a kicker that can, you got a kicker that can drill those things. Take the points. Oh, I mean that's dude. I was. Let me tell you something. And you heard her here first or last. I don't care what order it is. <laughs> I'm in a dynasty football <laughs> league. Okay. Like fantasy football, which salary cap, you have your players, you just draft rookies. And Evan McPherson from Florida, the kicker, I loved him. And I was about to kick him in my dynasty, pick him, <laughs> kick him, pick him in my <laughs> dynasty league because I was the only one I thought I knew. About oh, no, he's gonna have a great season. Yep. I had him on all my fantasy teams. Thought you were gonna course, sneak him in for a dollar. Uh, yeah, and of course, someone picked him right before I was gonna pick, and I was so pissed. <laughs> and my buddy Glenn, our friend Glenn, was like, "He's like, who do you think about picking next?" And I'm like, "Because he's in the league with me." I'm like, "Oh, Evan McPherson." He goes, "Why are you gonna pick a kicker?" I go, "This kicker is gonna be uh-huh. something special." Yeah. And I, I freaking, you know, I freaking right. knew it. Well, Man. listen, we're going to get kicked off again by Zoom, and I don't okay. have a problem continuing, but um, I just wanted to warn you that we're probably going to get kicked off again, and then I'll just uh, okay. do it again. But here we go with continuing. Sorry about that, Evan McPherson. But if we, get so, ki- if we do get so. kicked off, can we come back? Yeah, let's, like of course. Minutes? Let's keep talking. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. um, I got I got to talk about the bets I've made. Yeah. How many fourth downs will be converted in the game? Zero or one or two or more? Everyone's Whoa. going two or more. I think I'm going to go. Might. Yeah, I got to say two or more. I mean, if it's a yeah. blowout, they're going to they're going to go for these it every are, time. These teams yep. do it. They just go. They'll go for it. Uh, and we got kicked off again. Fuck you, Zoom. 
We're starting a new meeting on Zoom. I'm calling them up. Look, I'm already there. Participants, invite. Let's use Gmail. Let's use it right. Oh, it's opening up. And oh, and Heath. Bam, sending the email. I'm singing this song. It's on the podcast. Here we go. Here we go. I was hoping one of them would uh, would join at <laughs> the same time that I was singing that song so I wouldn't have to edit this. So I'm just going to keep on talking. Andy is here. Yes. <laughs> All right, Andy, you're here. I love I it, it, baby. You made it back. And I sang the whole time so we can just keep on going. <laughs> Um, I think the reason why I think it's going to be two or more is, do, do we want to wait for Heath? Yeah, we'll just keep on talking. I just okay. don't feel yeah. like editing it. Uh, he'll yeah, join yeah. us while we're talking. Um, yeah. I think that there he is. I just think that both Back. these teams are going to go for fourth down. I think that they, they've proven it in the past. So I think that's yeah. a pretty easy bet right there. Two or more seems kind of low. I mean, yeah. I actually, you're oh, right. You guys, you guys just continue the pod without me. I love it. I don't want to edit. What do you think, Solo? <laughs> I don't know what I'm answering. How many fourth downs will be converted in the game? Oh, yeah, no. As I was saying, as I was cut off, <laughs> I think it's going to be over over two or whatever the thing is because, I mean, you look at the Raiders-Chargers game. Like, I think, you know, when, when Herbert had to convert, I think it's like oh. 38-20 Rams. Yes. And then mm-hmm. Burrow's got to go, and he's gonna he's gonna make it kind of close at the end, and he's gonna convert. He's gonna have to convert a couple. Yeah, um, yeah. No, um, I think there's gonna be a fourth and goal, and someone converts. Yeah, and two and two or more, that could be in one drive. Oh, yeah. it could be. You could have that one by yeah. the half. So, which I, I think say, they didn't, didn't they go for four in a row against the Chiefs at the end of that? Well, or no, that was against. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that Herbert game, I think he converted three or four in one drive, yeah. didn't yes. he? And those were like fourth and 13. And yeah. Crazy. I still, yeah. that game was oh, awesome. <laughs> I wish the Cowboys would trade Dak for Herbert, even though the Chargers <laughs> would never do it. <laughs> Herbert is. I would great. love. The AFC love has so many great young quarterbacks. It makes me happy. <sighs> Among them, of course, Zachy Zach Wilson, who the Jets are going to let run next year. That's my prediction, man. They're going to let him fly, let him do some of this. Burrow stuff. If I'm predicting right know, now, Jets wild card. First. I love it, baby. See, Axel, love you're it. on a you're on a better side here than Heath and I are because we're both stuck with yeah, quarterbacks that are they are what they are, and I think their upside is already reached. And there's really no sorry to get depressing, Heath, but I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. Well, I'm gonna something I forgot on the last pod that I need to address oh, about Lord. the Dallas Cowgirls, uh, Cowboys. All right, do you want me to? F- let's finish this and then let's talk. Okay, about yeah, the yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk. Mm-hmm. Will an onside kick be attempted? I'm going to say no. I am also going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. Will points be scored by a defense or return team? I'm going to say no. Say that again? Say that again? Will points be scored by defense or special teams? I'm going yes, baby. I'm going yes, too, even though it's totally a bet the over thing, like I want it to happen. But I just feel like these both of these teams are 
I don't know. I think this is going to be a. There's a reason why, and I'll score. go up with props. I'll tell you why. Oh, again, Cincinnati. Their defense is not great, but they are Ballhawks. Which team will have a longer touchdown play? I'm going to say the Bengals. It's going to be I'm Chase. Gonna go, I'm going Bengals too. Even though I think Beckham could have a long one. I'm going I'm, Rams. I'm going Rams too. I think it's going to be. <laughs> I'm going Rams. I change like the weather. Just because, again, I just, the Bengals defense is bad. I really think their defense is bad. But I think that they do, they're opportunistic. And they cool, do Jay. create turnovers, cool, but they Jay. are in general cannot cover anyone. I think it I think at some point when the Rams are leading late, I think that he's just gonna start chucking it to Chase and one of those times mm. he's gonna break a big one. Uh, I love I'd love to see Chucking it, it to oh, Chase. So good, man. The Ando story. The final <laughs> The final points will be scored via a touchdown or a field goal slash safety. Safety. Well, yeah, I think um, you have to put it in there. Well, someone could take a safety, basically a touchdown yeah. or any uh, other you way. Know, I suppose Start that's true. Eleven? Somebody could. Oh boy, I think it's going to be a I'm touchdown. Gonna, I think it is too. I'm going field goal. Okay, interesting. It could be. You know, what do you? How about this one? Will this game no go to overtime? Okay, 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 okay. To Joe Pesci, lethal weapon. It. Okay, okay. That okay. wasn't bad. <laughs> That was pretty good. That was, good. That was pretty good. Not bad for a Friday night. Um, <laughs> wait, what does show overtime? Um, I'm gonna say no, but the way the season's gone, yeah, that's wouldn't it be fitting if it did? I mean, how many we've had more overtime games than than was predicted this year? Many. That's a rare. Get, the Rams are gonna blow them out, though, but. Yeah, I oh, want to see it. I want to see overtime, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I mean, because it's only happened when, once, right? Uh, Falcons. Hey guys, Patriots. can you continue recording this podcast while I go pee pee? Of course. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go. On, I'll go on my Cowboys diatribe yes. or whatever it's called. All right, Ando. Yeah, Axel's indisposed. So this is the issue I have with the Cowboys this year. That really. Not, uh, yeah, bugged me. Okay. So, and th- it comes full circle with the Vikings. That's why. I, I, you know. There's a lot of similarities between our teams in the last 10 or 15 years. So I'm, I'm right. Right. Yes. Except Please when Favre crushed us in the Metrodome. Oh, you might own. Uh, uh, yeah. And yeah. That game. <laughs> wow. That was a great year. I, I loved seeing Favre with the Vikings that year. I was just, and then his, he throws these weird picks at the end and, yeah, oh, that was, anyway, uh, that was one uh, of my many heartbreaks. That that'll be a, that's for a different podcast. Yeah. Well, ninety eight. I I thought. Ugh. I think if the Vikings, if Gary Anderson doesn't miss that field goal, Vikings go to the Super Bowl. I think they beat the Broncos that year. I really do. I I do too. I mean, they right. the 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 bad thing about that, and it's one thing I'm worried about with the uh, with the uh, Rams this year is they're good at getting fat. And with that year, that was when Denny Green was a coach, and he, they got out to a fast start, and they. In that game, they decided to just lay off and take it easy in the yeah. second half and play it conservative, Dirty and it came back to play it in the ass. Yeah. Okay, so this year, what the reason why I thought it was going to be a different year for the Cowboys, and usually I go in being like, no freaking way. 
but they started turning the ball over, which the Cowboys haven't done in so long. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they just never get turnovers. Ever since they got rid of Terrence Newman, he was like the last corner to have like a lot of interceptions. <laughs> he hasn't we been have... there in a long time. I know. I know. It's been a while since we've gotten a lot of turnovers. Yep. And that was happening. They were having Zeke and Pollard, the running game going, which helps Zach, who helps Dak. And then when they beat the Patriots, who they haven't beaten since the 90s, and -hmm. then with Dak being hurt, they go into Minnesota and have that Halloween miracle. That's what I was going to say. When when they went in there with your backup quarterback and beat the Vikings, I thought this – I thought thought the Cowboys were going to go a long ways after because I watched that whole game and I was – 100%. Yeah. I felt this was a different team. I felt this Cowboys team – Beating the Patriots on the road in OT and beating the Vikings on the road with a backup, I go, this is a different team than the last several years. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, this team's going to go far. But then that rough game against the Chiefs that they could have won but never really had a chance, but it was 19-9, and then blowing it against the Cardinals when they could have still had the second seed. Biggest problem yeah. with the Cowboys at the end of the year. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard were hurt. Zeke's not the same. Pollard wasn't. He was injured. The Cowboys with Dak Prescott need a running game. And he can't just win it on his own because he's can be inaccurate. Him and CeeDee Lamb, for some reason, had miscommunication with audibles. It was just – it turned into a mess. So and what do they, you th- – Oh, continue. Sorry. Oh, no, I no, no. I'm just saying – what do you think about, cause I've heard, I've heard, it might be from national people from cowboy stuff, but like the Vikings fans have had some of the same issues that I'm going to explain with Kirk cousins now. And with Adrian Peterson, when he was still here and his like past his prime and mm-hmm. is, is Zeke Elliott getting too much money, too much of the, should oh, he, big is, time. cause that's, he's not like the same explosive runner. Everybody it, he just isn't the people that, I mean, with Kirk Cousins, he's not great, but he is since besides Favre, he is easily the best quarterback we've had here in a long time. So, but he's making a huge percentage of the of the salary cap. So most people that are yeah. the super anti Kirk people are like, he's making too much money, so we can't afford to beef up the offensive line or beef up the defense. And I've I've heard some of the same complaints about Zeke, and I'm especially compared to Adrian Peterson. Do you think it's worth giving that money to a running back? Because no. Peterson was that same way after that. Yeah. I, it's, starting, it's tough, but yeah, I've really started to believe that. Cause like the Vikings just signed Delvin cook to a pretty de- not that huge of a contract, but still a big contract. And I'm thinking, Oh boy, cook is awesome now, but how long is that going to last? His health, though, is, he's had health issues. Yeah. And, and shelf life you know, in general is so low for those guys. Yeah, The whole, they gave a lot of money to Mari Cooper, who I still think is a great receiver, but yeah. I mean, imagine him. Like, he's such a great route runner. Imagine him with, like, a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. He'd be super elite, top three wide well, receiver. The thing with wideouts, too, is there's been so many good wideouts come out of college the last three or four years that you can, get, you can get guys on rookie contracts now instead of paying them the – I don't know. I, no. I don't know. It's I don't have the answers, <laughs> but I'm, I was curious to know if you kind of were on the same train of thought with that. No, I am, and, and I think the big thing with the Cowboys, their defense improved big time. Still wasn't mm-hmm. elite, but they caused turnovers. They did make key stops, and Micah Parsons is a you know yeah. Hall of Famer in, in the making. 
Uh-huh. And but when the Cowboys couldn't run the ball anymore, that's when the problem started. And I think I, I don't think they can move on from Zeke just yet. Uh, but they need they need fresher legs because Zeke he can get a first down when it's third and two. But man, he can't break a ten yard run to save his life. Yeah, the the, the drop off he has had because I mean I see the oh, Cowboys a lot because the Cowboys. I are say still, get you know, rid of them. They're still on national all the time. I say we hang them, then we kill them. <laughs> I'm back. Man, he's oh, just yeah, he seems like back. he's he seems like he's just lost a lot of steps. It reminds yeah. that's part of what oh, makes me think time. Adrian Peterson, because it was kind of the same thing, right? Before Peterson right. hit his peak, it was all of a sudden man. But I will just say this the team anymore. But Adrian Peterson in his prime was well hundred times better than Zeke. He's yeah, one of the greatest well, running backs ever. But I know Yeah, so and like even when Peterson was after his prime, I was like, you still had to give him the contract because of how Yeah. I mean he was I mean, like he was he was there's been a few game changer guys in Minnesota over the year. I mean him and Moss were the same way. I'm still pissed off they oh, traded God. Moss. Well but I'm still pissed off guys, the Cowboys didn't draft Moss because yeah. that would have changed there's so many like everyone passed on Moss and I'm like you guys are effing idiots. And They're you know so what? He, re- he remembered that too. If you just go back and watch, and that's what I was going to ask you if you have it on tape that Thanksgiving Day game, because that's of still one of my all time favorite games. Dude, I have that. If you need a copy, I'll send you a copy. <laughs> I, I may have to take you that up game's on that. Ama- sometime because, that game is oh. amazing. That game is oh. amazing because, like, even Aikman threw almost 400 yards, but Moss had like three catches, but they're all for like touch- long touchdowns. Yeah, it was Cunningham just throws it as far as he can and. John oh. Madden is going crazy in the. It was one of Madden's best games that he called. I think oh. he was just so damn excited. I was at a crubby bar called Lancers. It's like, you know, anyway, one of my bar <laughs> regulars yeah. was like in his sixties, and he loved this old place called Lancers. And we went there to watch the game, and it was like I was there with like people sixty and seventy years old watching mm-hmm. this game. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, yeah, it's bad memories. Yeah, sorry, I, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't want to bring it up too much, but it's it's one of my highlights of of, of NFL watching oh. over the years. So, oh no, that was that was <laughs> Axel. What's one of your favorite games, Jet games, in the last twenty five years? I mean, ah, uh, gosh, Jets Bengals from twenty twenty one. That's a that's a, that's a hard one. Um, you know, that's another. That's no, another just one that comes to mind. One that comes to mind that you're like, oh, that game doesn't have to be. <laughs> I mean, my all-time favorite game is against the um, the comeback against the Dolphins yeah. that I was at. I think um, I was at when who was it? We beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. For a lot of the Testaverde stuff, I went to those games. The ones that were at uh, the stadium, which wasn't that many, because I don't—I think it was only two or three. Maybe it was three. Um, Did he only play there three years? Testaverde. Yeah. Yeah, it was only. I think a few. so. Yeah, yeah, because he got hurt for some yeah, reason. Ninety-six. He was with the Ravens. Like I no, mean, it was only a few years. My be- actually, it's funny when you said which um, what what game. It's it, it it was that game. It was the Mike White game against the Bengals. That's like as soon as you said name like a what's the Jets That's, game you remember? I was going to say the Mike White game. Of course, I mean, Mike gosh. White, the Jeremy Lin of yeah. That well, was I, mean, that, a, that, I, I can't I've, remember the last time I felt that way was probably 
well with Sanchez, probably. <laughs> yeah. That's two pass, AFC championships. Yeah. So they lose I mean, both to the Colts or just one to the Colts? No, the Colts and I can't even remember. Um Ravens? Was it, no. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think it was the Ravens. Maybe the Ravens. I don't remember. But oh man. There's not much to remember. I mean, honestly, man, the last year that's why I'm so excited about Zach Wilson. What I'm excited about is that it seems like the owners have finally realized that it's important to get a really good quarterback. And, and I think that <laughs> they, right. if uh -huh. Wilson doesn't work out, they will go after another one, just like they did when Darnold didn't work out. Like the fact that they moved on from Darnold, even though Gase was involved, I still Gase. was very happy. Gase and Garrett, the you podcast. Know? I, I I think that that made me happy thinking, okay, wow, they really like, we got to kick this into overdrive. We got to actually try to win. Well, that's, you know, I think, I think a big change that's going to happen now, especially because of Mahomes and Burrow both the last couple of years is it's proven now that you can win with really young quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And if quarterbacks don't produce in the first couple of years, I think there's going to be, it's going to change. I think it's going to change the league in a lot of ways like that, where well, gonna, they're not going to, I mean, a lot of times people and it should. wait on the bench, it like, should. look at what Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was on the bench for four or five years. So, I mean, it's – yeah, it's, I think it's going to change. But this is the thing. Because the salary change where yeah. Sam Bradford was the last one to get like $50 million guaranteed or whatever. Now, mm -hmm. if you draft a quarterback in the first round and doesn't produce, you're not fucked for five, six years. Yep. You can yep. move on. A la Sam Darnold. And stuff yeah. like that. So thank God for that, because in the old days, if you missed on a first round quarterback, you were screwed. Look at the Chargers, yep. Ryan Leaf, and yep. Rick Meyer with the the the, the Seahawks. And, yeah, Tim Couch. You know, there's a million of them. Oh, Tim Couch. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tim Couch. I thought would have been pretty good, but those Cleveland teams were rough. You know, well, it's, it's like, kind of like I've always wondered about David Carr, how he would have been if you would, oh, wouldn't have been murdered got, every single Tim, game. Yeah, he got murdered. I. I I, I liked David Carr personally. Well, I did too. I, I think, yeah, that just, you know, you get happy feet, you get, you get the P PTSD. I mean, that's you lose tough. your confidence. Sure do. Kind of like Axel did tonight when he had to take a break. You know? <laughs> I'm back. Though. I'm feeling good. I had to <laughs> okay, good. Um, Solo, what are some of your props? Okay. So, um, the ones I've made, I'm still going to make some more, I think. But what I have put in already, mm -hmm. I've put in the touchback, kick off the touchback. I bet on the under of 1.5 yards for a touchdown, meaning there'll be a goal line touchdown. Um, mm. That I put in. I put money on first touchdown of the game, Cooper Cup, 5-1. to one. And I took a flyer on the first touchdown of the game being the Rams defense, 2,800. It's like plus 2,800. <laughs> so I put 10 bucks on it to win 280. No, now, earlier in, the, earlier in the year, I hit one of those, uh, the Miami Dolphins against the Saints on Monday night, the def Miami to be a defensive touchdown the first, and it hit. And it won me like 240 on a $10 bet. So, so you need, I said, what was that again? You need the Rams to win or the, the Rams, this one, the Rams to score, score a the first 
touchdown of the game would be a defensive touchdown. Defensive, okay. Not special teams, yeah. just defense. I, okay. Yeah, I don't think special teams because that's why it was 2,800 to one. Yeah, okay. No, I'm going to be cheering well, for I'm not 2,800. Right? Yeah. I think it's 28 to one plus 2,800, yeah. Oh, those those crazy bets are fun. <laughs> why not? Now, yeah. I'm looking at some of these like yardage overs and unders mm-hmm. and different. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what a safe one with good odds would be. I mean, honestly, this touchback thing, I don't know. I just feel like it's the hit of the freaking Super Bowl, but I don't want to throw more money on it than the fucker runs it out. And I'm like, I already <laughs> lost at the beginning of the game. I lost money. <laughs> that seems like it's kind of a no-brainer, though. That one, I mean, I, mean, I just got to think the height. The kicker's going to want to just kick it through. I just hope Rams get the ball because McPherson will boot it through to kingdom come. Are you guys going to bet heads or tails? (laughs) You know, I was just going to say something about that. I was listening to part of of Bill Simmons and Sal earlier today. Oh, yeah. And one of them was saying that uh, I think it was like the last seven teams to win the toss have lost the game. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That's just insane. Man. Some crazy. Yeah. I I don't know. I would I don't think I would ever bet a heads and tails because it's I did I the last Super Bowl I spent I bet and won a lot of money on was again that pre-pandemic Super Bowl Niners Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I won the coin toss. I picked tails, the uh under 1.5 touchdown. I took the Chiefs. Um, and then last year I took the Bucks and some things. So I've been I've been pretty good on my Super Bowls the last couple of years. Um I, I just there's so many props. It's insane because we don't have FanDuel in California, but through my bookie, there's a site you go through and then you square up, you know, <laughs> yeah. person or whatever. <laughs> um or, we don't or, need or, to go into the details. So yeah, we don't need to go into the details. But I have access to all the props and stuff, let's put it that way, overseas. What do you think anyway. about – oh, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? Oh, no, solo? no, no. It was a perfect transition. What do you think about Super Bowl 56 MVP Matthew Stafford plus 100, Burrow plus 225, Cooper Cup plus six hundred, Aaron Donald plus sixteen hundred, Jamar Chase plus eighteen hundred, Odell Beckham plus twenty eight hundred. Okay, this is 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 Stafford Ooh. plus one hundred because it was minus yeah. one twenty five last time I checked. I'm looking at oh. I'm looking at uh, DraftKings right here. Oh, DraftKings. Okay, maybe DraftKings have it better. I, I, I mean, I love the Stafford. I mean, it goes to quarterbacks mostly. Very rarely, I mean, you'll get a Dion Brown, Dion Branch wide receiver, or I mean, there hasn't been a defensive player, I believe, since the Bucks Raiders Super Bowl. Malcolm Smith, I think it was his name, uh, got it. But it's the you know, if the Rams win, you know, they're going to give it to Stafford. If the Bengals win, there's a good chance they're going to give it to Burrow. Um, so you're better off going that route. But I do like taking a flyer mm-hmm. I, for some reason, Aaron Donald. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. everyone talks about That's what he's I the was best thinking, player man. in football. Yep, he's the best player in football. If he has like three sacks and maybe causes a turnover, like a forced fumble or something, couldn't you see him possibly get it? I could I mean, for sure. I mean, 
it, it, I, yeah. Didn't uh, I don't remember what y'all said. I don't have the odds in front of me. Didn't Cup have pretty decent odds too? It's plus 600. I have Cup. I um, love Cup. I Cup got, I took Eastern Cup Washington. when it was much higher. Like oh, actually bef- uh, when the playoffs were just starting, I took Cooper Cup as Super Bowl MVP and I think I put five bucks on it. And I think it was at like twenty eight hundred or something. So what? That's, what I mean, if, yeah, if the Rams win, Stafford doesn't get high. it. I'd be surprised if he. No, didn't. it was less than that. I think it was at like sixteen or something. What Donald is at? Yeah, now. yeah. Because that, that was with so sense. many other people available. You know what I mean? Like that was in the, yeah. before yeah. the playoffs. So, but I think it's telling that Aaron Donald is at. Sick plus sixteen hundred and Beckham is at plus twenty eight hundred. That's kind of telling that Donald would be like fourth there, even though there is quite Yeah, a I don't jump. think they would give it to Beckham, even though if Beckham had the I just don't think because if he has like a crazy touchdowns. day, but even if he does, that means Stafford threw it. They're gonna give yep, it to Stafford. That's what I like think, people yeah. don't like Beckham. That's why Donald I think is a good way to that's go. That's why throw man. ten bucks on the Donald. Honestly. Why not? Yeah, and and guess what? His na- last name is Donald, like Donald Jr. Donald, oh, dude, it's hitting. It's hitting, definitely. Aaron Donald, <laughs> I like that. MVP. I like that. You know, one. I'm I'm looking at a list of MVPs. There is a former Super Bowl MVP that's playing in this game. Yeah, Von Miller. Uh, Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller. So yeah, I don't see. think he's at get plus forty five hundred. I know, no, no, yeah. he won't. He won't. But that's a good. That's a good little. I think there's he, more of he a did. chance. You, that, okay, uh, he was the last defensive, not Malcolm. Yep. Yeah. Malcolm against yeah, Malcolm Smith a couple years before. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I forgot Von Miller got it. That yeah, that was a that Super Bowl was. I loved it because Demarcus Ware got a ring. Former Cowboy. <laughs> Imagine if it um, was Sony Michelle. If like Sony, Michelle, I, I could see you know, like, crazily enough, like he runs for like dude, 175 four yards. Four touchdowns. And, he does a Timmy Smith. That from the Redskins <laughs> in the late 80s. You know what like, we used to do with my dad's? And one of the things I did love, and that was actually the first time I ever bet in my life, were the squares yep. that you do. The Super Bowl yep. oh, squares. Yeah. Like you get That's, the last that was number. The, those big I fantasy those. football parties I was talking about, the squares was always a huge thing on those. Oh, I hate yeah. the squares. One I'm year not a big I fan won. either. <laughs> one year I won. The only time I, I did want, end up winning in like, 2010 one but in 2000 ravens giants was the only time i was ever up it was a kick return for a touchdown and i had the numbers i'm like yeah then the next play was a kickoff for a touchdown (laughs) return for touchdown was back to back so Uh literally for like seven minutes i had the square for one for a whole commercial break you were celebrating yeah this is hilarious oh i know dude there's so i i I lost so many times on those fucking things, man. I stuck at it. Last um, year, I had like zero. I, I don't know. It was like seven, zero, three, zero. I had the best numbers. None of them hit. None of them hit. All right. How about this one? Who will be? Who will the Super Bowl 56 MVP thank first? Team teammates plus 100. City fans plus 275. God, religion plus three fifty, family plus eight hundred, any other plus a thousand, coaches plus sixteen hundred, team owner plus two thousand. <laughs> um, well, Tebow is not going to win it, so I, you know I would take, that would be Jesus I would, Christ. I would take family because if Stafford wins, he's thanking his wife. 
Um, First? I, I don't know. Yep. I think it's, I think the team teammates is a pretty safe bet. Yeah. I think I, we got a great group, group of guys. Exactly. Here. That's uh, thinking. Well, and you know, yeah, you're and right. I got to thank my teammates, the coaching, um, you know, our ownership, but you know, my damn wife, I got to lo- yeah. love her too. Well, she'll, I will save it for I, the last. I was thinking more that eight, last that 800. Week in so, I was thinking know, more that Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> thank you for all your support. Yeah. <laughs> um, these are oh oh this is a fun one. Will there be an octopus? Do you know what an octopus is? I hope so. Like, an octopus, like in the ocean? No. <laughs> what, this what is a, this an actual betting question. Oh, I don't. Will know there be an octopus? Yes, plus fourteen hundred. No, minus twenty five hundred. An octopus is when the same guy scores the touchdown and the two point conversion. So he scores oh. eight points. Yeah. Wow, I've never heard that. But before. that's only two things. I thought it would be like eight things. It's eight happen. points solo. Oh, eight points. Oh, there you go. Nice. Solo. What are the oh, what like are the what were the what were the odds on that again? Plus fourteen hundred minus twenty five hundred. Yeah, it's it's not happening. Wow. That would I don't know, man. That's I mean, a cool. Let's bet. Let's bet five grand to win. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. Wasn't I reading something today? Somebody put, oh, like Drake bet $5 million on the Super Bowl or something. There's that. There's the Mattress King always makes a bet. Yeah. How to like some billionaire out of Texas. All right. Now we're going to go. Okay. Let's end it with this. We've been going a long time, but I want to end it with this because this is always a fun one. First touchdown scorer. Oh, you have to pay? I have. Yeah, but after we okay, I can hold it. First I right now, score. I right now have a bet, as I mentioned before, five to one Cooper Cup. That um, is very good. Yep, that's yeah. that's safe. But I do like, and then of course I have the like I said before the Rams defensive touchdown for a long shot, tw- you know twenty eight hundred, whatever twenty eight to one or whatever. So those are my two. I'm going with. If I had to go a Bengal. Yeah. I'm going a little T Higgins. Oh, okay. That's plus 1200. You know who I, is he playing? Is CJ Utsmanza playing? I don't think so. I don't think right? he's playing, right? Is he still hurt? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just staying away just in or something? case. Yeah. He's listed as questionable. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. He was knocked out one of the playoff games or the last game. Jake Funk is at ten plus ten thousand solo. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm putting money on it. If I'm you put a hundred dollars right on Jake Funk to score the first touchdown and he scored it, you would win ten thousand dollars. Well, it might as yeah, well. I huh? oh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be the first touchdown, but I have a feeling he, he will score a touchdown in like the fourth quarter. Okay, solo. I'm putting ten dollars on Jake Funk to score the first touchdown. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll do it too, Folo. I will do it, and then we can be rich. We win a grand. I'm do, I'm gonna do it. Dude, yep, I'm doing it. One thousand ten dollars. We'd win. Dude, I'm doing it right now. I'm going on my sports thing. I'm doing it right now. Oh, Jake Funk. Man. This stupid Zoom is gonna kick us off again in ten minutes. Okay, but well, um, we, we can wrap it up. It's fine. Let's see. Yeah, let's see the crate. Stanley Morgan. Oh my God! Wasn't that the old? Wasn't he on the Patriots yeah, in the eighties? Yeah. <laughs> wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Stanley um, Morgan. That's the that's the highest one available at plus 
20,000. So, who does yeah. see? I don't even know who he Oh, for the Bengals here, I see. Huh. First Bengals first touch and that's another fun one too. Bengals first touchdown, Ooh. Rams first touchdown. But the Cooper Cup. Cup odds went to only plus 350 now. So I got it at a good Yeah. I got it at I got it at 500. Now let me ask it you this be a lot before of we go. I want to ask you about okay. two different players, okay? And how you think they're going to fare in this game. I'd like to hear from both of you. Stanley Morgan, 4,500. <laughs> first... Jake... Oh, Jake Funk's only plus 6,000 on my... Oh, I got him at plus 10,000. I'm, I'm still going. I'm still going. I'm still going, dude. Well, I can't bet right Jake. now. For some reason, won't let me bet while I'm on Zoom. It, like, messes with the location or something. But... uh, 10 bucks to win 600 bucks. I'm going in. I want to... What do you think about these two players? Because I think these oh, two hold, players. Hold on a second. Hold oh, on no. a second. I didn't say who. I didn't say my picks for who I think is going to score first. Oh yeah. Okay. I think Tyler Boyd for the Bengals. Oh. And I, I think like Odell Beckham Jr. for the Rams. Okay. There's the guy I was going to mention. I just, I just wanted to get it on the on the record. So okay, go ahead. Odell. Jake Funk. What do you think? Uh, how do you think Odell's going to do in this game? And how do you think Joe Mixon's going to do in this game? I think Beckham is going to do well, and because I think he's still got that chip on his shoulder attitude right now. He's not the the fed up Odell Beckham that we all know is going to happen at some point. And I think Mixon is going to get shut down. Mixon, I've had him on enough fantasy teams over the last couple of years where every once in a while he has one of those games where it's ten carries for eight yards. I think it's going to be something like that. It might not be that bad, but I don't think he's going to have a very good game at all. I'm going to give you the stat line right now, Axel. Odell Beckham. Four catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Joe Mixon, oh. 16 carries, 49 yards, and a two-point conversion. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Do we have someone to 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 show our, our predictions <laughs> when we're done? I don't know. We'll listen Jake back Funk. to it. Jake Funk. All right, guys. I just put 10 bucks on Jake Funk. I'm going to put 10 bucks on him, too, <laughs> as soon as we're done. I like it. Jake Funk A. If Jake Funk scores the first touchdown, dude. We're both going to be very happy. We're going to go. We're going to yeah. go. Yeah. DVR Podcast Network, baby. Yeah. Penthouse. We're going to get some uh, facelifts. We're going to have $1,600. <laughs> we're going to the penthouse, baby. <laughs> Popping bottles in the champagne room. Um Anyway, it's been a fun night. We're going to get kicked off of Zoom. This has been great. Shout out. Oh, I didn't read Kellum's email. That's right. He just wanted, he wanted to, he had an old, old timey. uh, Let's see. He was talking about. Get it in. The Buffalo Bills. What did Kellum say? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, we we got to start a new Zoom just for Kellen email. <laughs> Fourth time <laughs> to get my boy Kellen in. Um, we got to get no, my here boy Kellen in. Here it is. Okay, he said, on. "Love the podcast. I'm a Bills fan. It was heartbroken after their loss. I had avoided all NFL content until the podcast popped up in my notifications. I was too young for <laughs> wide right, but I still can't believe the wild card game when the Bills lost to the Titans on the kickoff oh, return." with the lateral across the field said, actually the jets are my number two team. And one of the most heartbreaking for me was watching that divisional game against the Steelers 
when Doug Bryan missed those field goals. That oh, one tore my heart out too. Oh God. Also, an interesting that came interesting thing that came up in this episode is dropping off the NBA. Same thing happened to me. I dropped off when the Knicks became too depressing to watch. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I dropped about off it. The anyway, NBA. we love listening. How, Thank you, Callum. How old is Callum? He does he's not old enough to remember wide, right? I don't know. Hey, he must be in his late thirties, mid to mid thirties, maybe. He is. Must be. Wow. Or well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, he'd be early 30s. Hey, good for you, Kellum. I'm glad you're young. Because we always yeah. thought DJ Timmy Hines was Kellum. Remember? <laughs> that was our thing. <laughs> no, but Kellum, um, the reason why the Bills lost the Music City Miracle is because they benched Doug, my boy Doug Flutie and went with Rob Johnson. Had Flutie oh, played, yes. they would have won. That was the biggest bullshit. That. They rested Flutie. Rob Johnson had a great game. I don't know if it was ownership or coach. I can't remember which one believe wanted him. Rob Johnson to start. And, you know, Doug Flutie just gets screwed and screwed. And, and he would have, they would have won that game with Flutie. Yeah, they always wanted Johnson to be the starter there. They never yeah. wanted. Yeah, Rob, I remember look that. where it led him. Yep. Rob Johnson. Man, I hadn't thought, of, I haven't thought about those names in a long time. Boy, I forgot Doug, about that. My boy, Doug Flutie, man. Ugh. Doug Flutie, baby. Doug Flutie. Get screwed and screwed. Yeah. But he had a good life. Doug Flutie's had a good life. Is he dead? Natick, Massachusetts. No, no, he's still. (laughs) No, he's doing New Genix. He's doing New Genix commercials like Frank Thomas and. Oh, God. Dude, I just think that's another thing. There's probably going to be like 35 crypto commercials during. It's going to be like Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. These guys are so Goodwill crypto. Goodwill crypto. <laughs> crypto. I I say if you want to invest in crypto, just do betting. It's more fun. Dude, I made some money yeah. this summer in crypto. I'm not going to lie, but I, I haven't gone back. I believe it. I I believe you can make money. I Cardona made me some money. It's Maybe. Pro- I mean, I've seen people have told me they make money on it. Yeah. Yep, but, I know, you know a few that have. They, you can definitely do it. You know, I didn't become a millionaire, but, you know, I became a hundredaire. Better than losing money. This podcast is yeah. actually an NFT. I just declared it. What is an NFT? I for, it's I'm a non-fuckable a token. Uh, you know what? You know what I say to non-fuckable tokens? Uh, forget about it. Fuck out of here. Fuck you. All right, guys. Let's end this. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All right. This has been very fun, very relaxed and cool. We hope everyone enjoys the Super Bowl. Thanks for voting in our Facebook poll, which I talked a little bit about, but then we went back, which is uh, the Facebook group believes that um, the Bengals are going to win. They picked the Bengals. Go with the Facebook group. Yep. 13 to 10. A dash hustler. Yep. Let's see. Actually, yep. A dash Actually, this Brett, Claire BTK. Theobald picked the Bengals. My wife, yes. Yep. Jeremy Probably Jacobson, because she thinks a Bengal could beat a Ram Manny in real life, Gale. I guess. <laughs> yep. Janet, James, Grandpa, happy birthday, buddy. John, happy birthday, Grandpa. Tina, Kim, and me picked the John Bengals. John Cena? John Cena, yeah, he voted. Nice. He's a listener that dance. Awesome. John Cena. Do you want to do you want to dance? That song, Touch Me. How you like me now? That's that's the uh, Peacemaker. That's a good show. 
oh wait, mm-hmm. I just inadvertently voted for the Rams trying to see. Oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> Don't do it, Polo. <laughs> Rams see. are going to win. They're going to win by thirteen. Peter picked the Rams. I don't Paul know. I think it's going to be a great game. Something. I had a lot of fun talking about it. Thank you, everyone. I'm going to let Heath and Andy say goodnight. Why don't you talk first, Ando, and then we'll let Heath take us out. He always has a good quote to end it. Well, guys, this was fun. Uh, everybody enjoy the Super Bowl and have a good night. Uh, good nights. Good lights. Enjoy the Super bowl And hopefully the Bengals will win and we'll win some money. And I hope that we go home early because I know I need a bigger boat, but that ain't holy. Watch American Russ. Good show. I'm on episode five. Looking forward to the Batman coming out March something. And, uh, you know, all I got to say is Joe Cool, Joe Burrow is going to throw four picks. Rams are going to crush them 42 to seven. And uh, we're going to win a lot of money. And uh, Matt Damon's coming over to have some beers with me. So, Or Jesse Plemons. I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All and right. uh, look forward to our Oscar pod coming up soon. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Nice. That was a great pod, guys. That was, that was fun. A very good pod. That, that was, was very fun. Oh, and they kicked us out. Look at that. That was a perfect ending. (laughs) Oh, my God. That literally just ended. Crazy. Thanks for listening, everyone.